This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. One ball, one strike to the first hitter of BYU's top of the fourth, Jacob Wilk. Carson Brown stays on the hill for Utah Valley. Replaced the southpaw starter Cameron Scudder in the first inning. We're now into the fourth. BYU four, Utah Valley no score. A take from Jacob. Two balls and a strike. Discount Tire presents on the rubber. A look at both teams pitching numbers through three innings. As we're into the top of the fourth. I'll tell you what both teams did after this 2-1 offering to Wilk. That's ball three. Utah Valley pitchers through three have given up five hits, four runs, two of them earned. One walk, three strikeouts. BYU pitchers, Robinson two innings, Porter an inning. No runs, no hits, three Ks, no bases on balls. So far so good for BYU pitchers. Foul back to the screen on the 3-1. So full count now to Jacob Wilk, who made a nice scoop as part of a 1-2-3 inning defensively for BYU in the bottom of the third. A 4-3, a 6-3, and a 4-3 ground out for Utah Valley in that bottom of the third. And Wilk with a nice play on a throw from Brock Watkins. And... Oh, Jacob thought he was taking his base tuck. Yeah, he thought it was down, but uh, Randy thought otherwise. It looked too close to take full count, in my opinion. Uh, he got to battle that pitch. So he took it and takes a walk back to the dugout on the backwards K. So the caught looking for Jacob Wilk here in the top of the fourth. It'll bring up Alex Sardina. Sardina, two-run home run to make it 4 nothing in the top of the second for BYU. Sardina hitting with the sacks empty and one gone here in the top of the fourth. Takes a strike one from Carson Brown. Sardina is now six for 14 with four RBI and four runs yeah, in nice limited plate that. appearances. And he'll lift that foul out of play beyond the enclosure here at UCCU Ballpark. So Carson Brown gets ahead of Alex Sardina. No balls and two strikes. One gone here in the top of the fourth inning. Greg, you just love to see guys who just keep working, right? They might not be in the lineup every day, but you just keep working so that when, you're, when your number is called, you can go out there and play. And, and so far, Alex is doing that. His number was called, and he responded immediately and just kind of kept it going as that's away and dirted for Well, you know what it does? One. What it does, Greg, is it gives you more leash. Now, all of a sudden, guess what? I, on Thursday, there's a good chance that he'll be ran back out there, you know, if he continues to keep playing like this. So it just gives you more opportunities when you produce. The one-two. And that's fouled back all directly behind home plate and onto the roof, as you could hear. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for the clang, and there it came. You know, the e easiest way to uh, be in the lineup is produce. Because guess what? There's no coach in America that's not going to put people in that are hitting. If you're hitting, you're going to be in the lineup. The one-two again to Sardino. With one out, no one on top four. That's a breaking pitch fouled into the stands this time stays one and two and not only is is sardina hitting as mentioned six of 14 in his limited plate appearances but of the six hits three are for extra bases yeah two doubles and now that home run and, and every ball he's put in play they haven't been cheap hits they are hit well even the singles are hit well the unlv transfer alex sardina hitting in the nine hole awaits the one two Stays alive in the count, fouls another one out of play. And, and Alex is a guy that you, you kind of get stuck behind, you know, the preseason player of the year in Pintar. You have your returning shortstop, Brock Watkins, who's having a great year. Fly, it Alex. makes it tough to find spots in the lineup when you have guys like that returning. And so he's had minimal playing time, but in that minimal, he's done a great job. The 1-2 kick and fire from Brown and taking the bat off the shoulder. The appeal to first as he held back and did hold back enough. It'll go two balls and two strikes with one out and no one on. And... You know, Sardina sees 
time at second base for the first time yeah. this season with uh, with Pintar nursing a sore shoulder. So last week we find it was a first baseman at Utah. Tonight a first baseman, a swing and a miss for Sardina. Strikeout as Alex is down swinging. So two strikeouts to begin the inning for UVU pitchers. Wilk was caught looking and Alex Sardina was swinging. It'll bring BYU's top of the order to the plate. Mitch McIntyre on an 0 for 2 night. Caught looking in the first and a 5-3 ground out in the second. Hits now in the fourth. Yeah, it's good at bat there. Just outside fastball. It pulled off just a little bit. Wind up and delivery from Brown. And that's grounded just foul down the first baseline. The slow roller to Mick Madsen. Handled it, but it was called foul. Umpire actually called that foul first. It hit Mitch in his front foot. So, okay, uh, the home plate umpire called yeah, it first? Did, yeah. Okay. I was watching it roll down yeah. to first base, and Randy had already called it foul in the batter's box. Not a fun time to get hit on a night like tonight. So we've seen guys get hit on the thumb and on the foot. Yeah. You'll feel that tomorrow. The wind's slackening just somewhat. The, the flags are not as stiff as they were to begin the game out of beyond right center. And that's a foul ball back to the screen. No balls, two strikes. Brown ahead of Mitch McIntyre. Mitch saw his 22-game uh, reached safely streak end on Saturday at Portland when hits were hard to come by. Getting on base was hard to do on the weekend, Saturday at least in Portland. I, I thought about you a little bit on Saturday when uh, I wasn't with you calling the game. <laughs> when, when he went over, I was like, I think that broke his, his streak that Greg's always talking about. Yeah, and a swinging strike for Mitch there. So Mitch is down on strikes for the second time in three at-bats. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth for BYU. No runs, no hits. There were no errors. No one left on. Three strikeout outs for BYU in the top of the fourth. Cougs four, Wolverine zero on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. PZ Printing pitching change for BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. We go bottom four. Peyton Cole makes his fifth appearance of the season on the hill. Right-hander Cole facing the left-handed bat of Trey Cutchin. And Cutchin sees the first pitch from Cole. Pops it up to short center. McIntyre comes in. Makes the catch on the Wolverine logo. And one gone here in the bottom of the fourth inning. BYU 4, UVU no score. Cougs out in front early in this one. Crooked numbers in the first and the second. And those runs have held up to this point as UVU still looking for its first hit of the night. BYU into its third pitcher. Bryce Robison gave way to Jake Porter, giving way to Peyton Cole. We're in the bottom of the fourth. Yeah, and Peyton had a tough outing this weekend on Friday against Portland last weekend. But uh, he's been really good for us otherwise. Gave up four hits, three runs, all of them earned in two and two-thirds. But Joe Etzel Field in Portland. The square by Morales. And really pulls it was, back for it, ball it one. was the three-run home run he gave up that, uh, you know, he missed the location that really kind of changed that whole outing. Right fielder Mitch Morales retired on a 6-3 ground out in the first. Hits now in the fourth with one out, no one on. And that's ball two. So Peyton Cole... Behind Morales by a 2-0 count. The shadows that are out there have gotten dimmer and duller with uh, the sun being obscured by cloud cover. To the west, grounder to Watkins, ranges over to second. Play. Not a clean exchange wow. from glove to hand, but he catches it out of midair, fires yes. to first for two out in the bottom of the fourth. What a play by Brock. Well, and to kind of bobble it out of your glove and still be able to catch it out of your bobble on the bare hand yeah. and still have the power to make that strong throw with a good speed there, that's a really good play. Ranging to his left to handle the grounder and then putting it from glove to hand, it popped up in the air and he caught it midair and fired to Wilk at first. 
to get Morales for two gone. DH Paul Vossen, who reached on an E3 in the second. That's the only base runner Utah Valley's had tonight. No hits yet. It was an error from the first baseman that allowed Vossen to reach. He was stranded in the second. And on the 0-1, he chops it foul for 0-2. So Peyton Cole can uh, kind of pick his pitch here. No balls and two strikes, two out, and no one on for Utah Valley. Bottom four, and BYU's up four, four zip. Yeah, and Peyton's really good against left-handed hitters because he has that changeup that's so good down and away to lefties. The righty Cole. And that slice foul. Ooh, ooh, that hit somebody on the berm. Didn't get their hands up all the way and took it off the upper body. Ouch. The fans all kind of groaned and oohed and not at that one. That was laced pretty well down the third baseline to the berm and kind of clipped somebody there. So no ooh. balls, two strikes. And Peyton was halfway off the mound there, and thinking so he was, had the K. So was the middle infield, who has a good view of that. Mm. They were walking as well. But so the take uh, goes to ball one. Randy thought it was a little outside, which I agree from my vantage point. I see that corner of the plate real well from back here. It looked outside. One, two. To two and two. Yeah, tried to go change up there. Yeah, Just off a speed little from Peyton. too low. And two balls, two strikes, two out, no one on for Utah Valley. Bottom fourth, BYU's up 4 nothing. And Greg, with 2-2 count here, you're going to your best pitch right here. Peyton kicks and fires. Grounded to Sardina. Handles cleanly, fires to Wilk. Nicely done. Three up, three down again for BYU. We go to the bottom of the fourth. We go to the top of the fifth, beg your pardon. BYU leading it by a score of 4 nothing on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, since the Utah Valley leadoff hitter reached in the second on an E3, BYU's retired the last nine Wolverine hitters as the Cougs lead up 4-0. We go top five, almost halfway home in this briskly moving game on a brisk evening in Orem. BYU 4, Utah Valley no score, new pitcher for the Wolverines is Blake Zeleny. Zeleny, the right-hander. 5'11", 210, senior out of Brawley, California. Thank you, pardon the lefty thrower, Zeleny. Southpaw faces Brock Watkins, the leadoff hitter for BYU in the top of the fifth. And, and he'll be a fastball change-up slider guy. Nothing really overpowering. It's, you know, 79 to 83. Third pitcher for the Wolverines. Little nubber out in front of the mound, and catcher lets the pitcher take it, and Zeleny fires to first. Yeah, and he almost threw that away to Matson. He kind of threw it across his body into the line. Matson had to make an adjustment, almost threw that into right field. Nice play by Matson at first to get Watkins. So Watkins now 0 for 3 tonight. Pop-up strikeout, or pop-up flyout, and ground out in his three at-bats. And that goes 1-3 in the scorebook as it was handled by Zeleny jumping off the hill. Take that slow roller in front of the plate. That's it. And that's ripped by Cole Gamble to right and over the wall, quickly over the wall, in right on a windy night to right. Cole Gamble with another Zions Bank home run for BYU. And the Cougs take a 5-0 lead for Cole Gamble. That's his fifth home run of the season. RBI number 19 leads BYU in both categories. And the Cougs expand the lead to 5-0 here at UCCU Ballpark. What a rip to right. Yeah, that ball was absolutely laced right there. It probably didn't get 10, 15 feet off the ground. I wasn't sure if it was going to get high enough. <laughs> and uh, it, it sneaks over the... the <laughs> The wall just barely for a home run. Nicely done there. 
The line drive to right for Cole Gamble. And the Cougs increase the lead. It'll bring Ryan Sapiti, BYU's DH, to the plate. So RBI number 19 for Cole. Home run number 5. Came in two tonight, one for his last 10 at the plate with 6 Ks. He's not been struck out tonight. Reached on a base on balls, scored in the first, flied out to right in the third, and a home run to right in the fifth. BYU 5, and Utah Valley no score. 1-1 to Sapiti. His parents are sitting right in front of us. I know Cynthia Gamble, she's, she cracks me up all over, all over Instagram and Twitter, just loves her kids, and she was jumping up for joy. A foul by Sapiti to one ball, two strikes. One gone, no one on, top five. BYU 5, Utah Valley no score. The delay kick and fire from Zeleny, and that's low for ball two. Two and two. Greg, that's kind of turned to my new favorite thing in the position that I hold here on staff now that I'm in the radio with you and Shep is that I love to enjoy the reaction of the parents, right? I don't get to see that from the dugout, right? You, you see the game and all that, from, but from up here, you usually get to see the reaction, especially when, like, starting pitchers are on the mound. You see their dads pacing back and <laughs> forth, and, uh, and then you see a home run hit, and the parents just go – ecstatic. I just love seeing that. It's so fun to see that uh, success and the family get excited about it. Zeleny delivers ball three, so a 3-2 count now. And that's a foul ball out of play from Ryan Sapiti. Sapiti back-to-back singles in his first two at-bats tonight. Singled and scored in the first. Singled and stranded in the third. And I don't think he has a three-hit game yet this year. Good take right there. He'll that's take his base. So... Still stays perfect two for two in his at-bats. That'll be a base on balls, and he's reached now in three plate appearances as Ryan Sapiti. So with one out, it'll bring Hayden Latham to the plate. Latham reached on an E6 and was stranded in the first. His E6 reach, by the way, scored two runs. He then singled and was stranded in the third. He hits now in the fifth with his team up by a score of 5 nothing. Zeleny with Latham squaring. Yeah, I tried to catch him off guard there and then drag bunt. Third baseman was playing back. Delivers ball one. You want to do you want to know a Sapiti three hit games that we were looking for? Yeah, he's had two. He has had two. Two. You know he's had two two hit oh, games. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew he had yeah. two hits. So now now three. Games. This is third two hit game. No three hit games. So what's going to happen today then? Yep. Plenty plenty of time left for that to happen. So a two hit night so far for Sapiti. A six hit night for BYU. Five runs, six hits, one error for the Cougs. No runs, no hits, one error for UVU. The two zero. And that's fouled just onto the underhang. It'll bounce down the road to our right yeah, to the front souvenir. row of fans. It's like it when Cougar fans in a road ballpark can get a souvenir. That clipped the underside of the sloped roof above our booth here and then rolled down the row to the front row of seats. Rolled down the aisle to the front row of seats. Check back to Madsen at first with Sapiti taking his lead. Two balls, one strike, one out, one on. BYU batting in the top of the fifth. And UVU's now been outscored 45-5 to in its last five games at this point. Zeleny wind-up delivery and ball three, three and one. So Hayden Latham can afford to be particularly judicious here. Runner on first, and Cougs already have one across and only one gone here in the top of the fifth. Hayden with runners on is hitting 281. He's got a runner on first. The 3-1. That's a swing and a miss. He was trying to hit a two-run homer right there, Greg. I love aggressive hitters count swings, Greg. 2-0, 3-1, those type swings. I want to see aggressive swings. And then you get two strikes, now you go to battle mode. 
Latham, two home runs on the year. 11 RBI. One of four Cougs with double-digit ribbies this year. 3-2. And they've got Sapiti between first and second, and they throw it yes, away on the check do. back to first. It'll allow Sapiti to get so, to second uh, safely. Greg, it's the sun right there. The sun is going down, and obviously in the west, which the shortstop, right as he was about to catch that, the ball was right in the sun. You see him turn his head away from it. Therefore, he couldn't catch it, and it gets into to left field. Caught a break right there because of the sun. So they had Sapiti caught on the check back to Madsen, but when Madsen threw... With the short, uh, shortstop covering second, that becomes a sun ball. Yes, it suddenly. does. And 3-2 count, coach is saying, hey, I want you still in here, but you have to make sure the pitcher goes home. Ryan just broke too soon. But, of course, he's he's lucky to, to get away from it and get a stolen base out of that, actually. Now it's a runner in scoring position for Latham. And Latham will foul out of play over the roof down the – there goes the clank down the uh, first baseline. Stays 3-2. Three, three balls, two strikes, one out, one on. The one on is Sapiti. And so Steele – for Sapiti officially. But they would have had him they would have we would have had him cleanly. Yeah, it would, if, it would have been close, but I think it would have been out. Oh, good swing. Opposite field. It's gonna drop inside the foul line down third by the first baseline. Rounding third to score is Sapiti, and the Cougs now lead six-nothing. And another, on the single to right from Latham. Another two-strike hit to right field there, Greg. Slider running away, and, and, and Latham, instead of trying to pull that ball and hit a weak ground ball to, to shortstop or third, he stays on it and hits a line drive over first down the right field line for an RBI single. Hayden Latham with his 12th RBI. He came into the night fourth on the team in RBI. We may see a pitching change here. or just a visit out there, so no. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's got to be, yeah, so just the pitching yeah. coach will make a visit right now. So an empty count facing Austin Deming. The runner on first is Hayden Latham on the single to right, scoring Ryan Sapiti. It was a solo shot from Cole Gamble, a one-out solo home run to right, making it 5-0. Sapiti reached on a base on balls, stole second, and then comes around to score on the single to right from Hayden Latham. 6-0, Cougs now lead, and nothing but crooked numbers for the Cougs. Two in the first, two in the second, two in the fifth so far with stuff uh, with still only one out, Tuck. Yeah, you absolutely love right now the approach of our hitters. It's a great adjustment to be to be made. So Deming popped up to third in the first inning, struck out swinging in the third, hits now in the fifth. This is a type of pitcher though, on. Deming that he can that Deming can feast on. Oh, and he popped it up in the infield. Zeleny is going to be called off the last second by the second baseman, Kyle Coburn. And Coburn retires Deming on the pop-up to second. There's a really good swing there by Deming. He just got underneath that. So Austin now uh, 0 for 3 on the night. Colin Reuter has taken off to second and reaching, sliding in head first is Latham. Yeah, delayed still right there. So that's on uh, Hayden takes two steps. Once it's caught, then he takes off and tries to catch the middle infielder off guard. And what happened is it actually caught the pitcher off guard. He actually almost caught that yeah. from the catcher. He pulled his glove away at the last yeah, second. So now Reuter has a two-out RBI opportunity. So the 0-1 with two out, one on. And that's outside for ball one. One and one now to Colin Reuter. Reuter struck out in the second. 
Grounded out 5-3 in the third. He hits now in the fifth with his team up 6-0. Six, six runs, seven hits for BYU. No runs, no hits for UVU. Even count, one and one, two out, one on. That's fouled out of play down the first baseline. I would love Bruder right here to just put a ball in play, hit hard, right? Doesn't matter if he gets a hit. I just want him to have a hard contact. You know, he's had a tough, you know, last three or four games, and uh, he's such a big part of our offense. He's a game changer with his power and catching ability. Just need to get him a little more confidence. The one-two, and that's fouled in the box. Just bounce in front of the plate. It'll stay one ball, two strikes. With two out runner in scoring position. Rudy hitting just under 100 with the runners in scoring position. Second on the team in home runs with three. Cole Gamble expanding his lead with his fifth earlier in this game. Earlier in this inning. It was this inning, wasn't it? Yeah, one out, one out <laughs> solo shot for Cole. And that had designs on the 3-4 hole, but the second baseman ranges over to his left, handles the grounder, and fires to first. Coburn to Madsen. Reuter is retired, and BYU's done in the top of the fifth. We are halfway home with the Cougars taking a 6-0 lead. We go bottom five. BYU in the top of the fifth. Two runs on two hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Fourth pitcher of the night is the right-hander Carter Smith. So Robinson, Porter, Cole, and now Smith on the hill for BYU. We go bottom five, and the Cougs lead 6-0 over Utah Valley. Well, for BYU this year, it's been a tougher time when the sun shines, but the nighttime is the right time. Cougs are 5-1 in night games this year, playing an evening affair here in Orem. It's crosstown Contest between the Cougs and the Wolverines. That's grounded foul down the third baseline. The slow roller will create an 0-1 count for Kyle Coburn, the Utah Valley Wolverines second baseman. Struck out looking in the second. Hits now in the fifth. Wolverines still looking for their first hit of the night. Cougars six runs on seven hits. Wolverines zeros across the board. And that's a take away. Oh, and the the appeal at first. Yeah, umpire says he went around. Yeah, creates strike two. So Coburn is quickly behind Carter Smith's first offerings. No balls, two strikes. Carter Ooh, will come inside and not get the call. Pitch? Carter's almost waiting for that ball to be thrown around for strike three. They asked him, and uh, Randy said it's inside. Which I trust him. One ball, two strikes now to Coburn. Just the second at-bat of the night for Coburn. The right-handed hitter, the righty thrower, the reach-out roller to Sardina. Handles it second. Fire to first. They get him. One gone here in the bottom of the fifth. Yeah, routine ground ball hit to second, but uh, the way Coburn runs, he made that look a lot closer than it should have been. Hustle will do that. So Alex Sardina in his first start at second base has been involved in uh, four of the last seven outs. <laughs> we've, yeah. seen, we've seen four four threes in the last three innings. That's ball one to the number six hitter. Second of this inning, the first baseman, Mick Madsen. So uh, one ball, no strikes to Madsen. I always feel for Madsen. He's such a great kid. Comes from a great family. But uh, 
It's hit well. Mitch. Hit in the air. Hey, on, a boy. On a rope to Mitch McIntyre in center. And two are gone here quickly in the bottom of the fifth. But it would be tough to uh, still stay in the program after your dad was let go and fired after his tenure here, right? But then to be able to stay and start for this lineup kind of shows that, hey, you know, obviously he's worthy of his time here. Mick Madsen retired, the son of Eric, who coached here 13 seasons before being let go. And that's a liner just under the glove of Brock Watkins. Almost gets to the track in left center. It'll be a sliding double for Kaylor Yates for the Wolverines' first hit of the night. And that was close to BYU yes, being out was. of the inning. Watkins had a beat on that dipping liner at short and just under his glove. Yeah, that slider just stayed on the plate a little too long. Hit hard. But like you said, it was sinking. Brock lays out and is just under his glove. He almost made an amazing play. So the first hit for UVU comes in the bottom of the fifth. It's a double to left center and puts Kaylor Yates at second base. Brings Copper Hansen into the batter's box. The UVU catcher, Copper Hansen, retired on a 4-3 ground out in the third inning. He hits now in the bottom of the fifth. First pitch he sees, laces it to center. Mitch McIntyre goes back over his head. It'll score the Wolverines' first run. Hansen digging to second, will round for third. The throw from McIntyre cut off, and it'll be a triple for Copper Hansen as UVU scores to make it 6-1, to one, and Hansen now 90 feet away with the Wolverines' second run. Copper Hansen. Yeah, nice piece of hitting right there. Got it up in the jet stream, and uh, Mitch did everything he could to try to run that down, but gets behind him, and, and Copper for a catcher ran well. Did. Easily got the triple there. First triple of the year for Copper Hansen. It's an RBI triple for Copper, and the Wolverines on the board, 6-1. to one. And the nine hitter, Connor Hall, will step in. 6-3 ground out for Hall in the third. Here in the bottom of the fifth now, BYU 6 and UVU 1. This is where you just need Carter to minimize here and leave that run at third and only let them have the one run. Carter Smith kicks and fires. The 0-1 gets the outside edge for strike two. So no balls, two strikes as Carter gets ahead of Connor Hall. Yeah, and those are much better sliders than he had thrown previously. No balls, two strikes, two out, one on. And that's a take. Got oh, it's a late punch out. Randy Upton sends Connor Hall back to the dugout with the third out of the bottom of the fifth. We go top six. BYU's lead cut to five. Six to one, Cougs over the Wolverines. UVU in the bottom of the fifth. One run on two hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Leading up the top of the sixth for BYU, first baseman Jacob Wilk. 0-1 to Jacob. He'll sky that out of play down the first baseline for no balls and two strikes. First batter in the sixth for BYU is the first baseman Wilk, who doubled and scored in the second. He scored on the Alex Sardina two-run home run. Well, and then he struck out looking in the fourth. Uh, pitcher now Zeleny, who came in last inning, he's funky. He works quick, not going to blow by you. Likes to, you know, change it, slide it, move it. Kind of changes his angle. He'll have a delayed kick he at times. He'll have a delayed uh, pause at the top, and then he'll be quick. So he's just all about trickeration here, and so it kind of throws off your timing as a hitter. So you have to just be patient and trust your ability. Jacob, uh... A pinch hitter in the opener at Portland last Thursday. That was his last plate appearance. 
He starts at first base, lays off to take ball two. Two balls, two strikes now to Jacob Wilt. His last start before tonight was the Oklahoma State game on March 11th, part of that three-game set down in Arlington. The 2-2. Ball's hit well. And gives it a ride to center, back to the track, and making the catch on the track is the center fielder, Connor Hall. That's a long out for Jacob Wilk. He hits it anywhere else in the ballpark but there, and it's a home run. (laughs) Because that's just where it bounced. It goes as deep as 427 and comes in right around, I'd say, maybe 10, 12 feet where the center fielder makes that catch. If he pulls that at all a little bit, that good, good hard contact right there by Jake. Squaring and bunting as Sardina lays it down. Zeleny handles, fires to first, and two are gone for BYU here in the top of the sixth. So Sardi's trying to drag there with a third baseman playing back. He's got to get that closer to the line, Greg. That was in between the foul line and the pitcher. Too easy for the left-hander to come off and make that play. If it's just if it's down the line, he beats that out. It's a tough play to make. But just the finer details in the small ball that you have to execute. So angle too close to the mound, right? Yep. There. He's got to angle it more towards third. There's that delay at the top as he gets McIntyre to swing and miss on the first offering to McIntyre with two gone here in the top of the sixth. 0-1 to Mitch. Sardina retired on the 1-3 ground out. So a fly out for Wilk, a ground out for Sardina. And BYU's top of the order, Mitch McIntyre. Two strikeouts and three at-bats tonight. And that's off the fist foul down the third baseline into... I was going to say, territory. Uh, of all the guys today, Mitch is having a tougher day, just not seeing it well. Caught looking in the first, ground out in the second, and swinging in the fourth. Here in the sixth, he hits with two out, the 0-2 from Blake Zeleny. The southpaw Zeleny to the left-handed hitting, Mitch McIntyre. And Mitch will see that one bounce in the dirt, the artificial dirt. Both UVU and BYU play on similar surfaces in that everything's artificial. Yep. Different tones of dirt color between the two parks. The 1-2 to Mitch. The kick and fire. And that's a grounded to first baseman. Madsen will handle scoop to the pitcher, Zeleny. And that's a 1-2-3 inning for BYU. So Mitch McIntyre is now 0 for 4. We go to the bottom of the sixth for BYU in the top of the sixth. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. 6-1, Cougs lead the Wolverines. Bottom six next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It's another PZ Printing pitching change for BYU on this staff day. It's brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. BYU's fifth pitcher of the night is Justice Reiser. Reiser making his eighth appearance. His ERA 1.74. That's a tidy number. Working into his 11th inning, he's pitched uh, 10 and a third coming in two tonight. And on this night, his team leads Utah Valley by a score of 6-1. to one. Cougs are a great team with the lead. You know, three innings isn't very long into a game. We're already into the sixth here, but BYU's 7-0. When just leading after three innings, they tend to make leads hold up. And they've got a decent lead against UVU. 6-1 to one, our score. Bottom six we go. First hitter for the Wolverines here. He's the top of the order, Cole Jordan. Jordan lined out and grounded out in his first two at-bats in the first and the third innings. Well, we got a new catcher in the game as well. First time in his career, the young freshman Mason Strong is now catching. Good to see him finally healthy and uh, in a game for the first time this year. 
ex exciting young freshman from uh, Snow Canyon High School, state champ last year. Was it just a matter of time for Mason to get into yeah, a game this it year? it was, yeah. And the 1-0 count must have clipped him, right? Yeah, looks like it barely clipped him. So Jordan Cole is hit by a pitch, and the lead runner is on. You're in the bottom of the sixth inning for Utah Valley with Justice Riser on the hill. Trey Cutchin, the left fielder, hits with a man on and no one out. BYU leading it by five. BYU's won 15 of 20 meetings with Utah Valley here in Orem. And overall, BYU's won 11 straight in this series. Working from the first base side of the rubber is Riser. Riser wind up in delivery high and inside. Wow. They're saying it got him too. Wow. So back-to-back hit-by-pitches here for Justice Riser. Yeah. And when you have a five-run lead in the sixth inning, the last thing you want to do is give him free bases, especially when they only have two hits on the day. But a slider hits the right-handed batter, and a fastball works up and in and hits the left-handed batter. And so now they got something brewing here. It was back-to-back -back hits, double and triple for UVU in the fifth to score their lone run. And now the first two runners are on for Justice Riser having to work himself out of a jam with his team leading by five. So both players hit by pitches, Jordan and Cutchin, to lead off the bottom of the sixth. Mitch Morales, the right fielder, the number three hitter, hits third in this inning. He has a pair of 6-3 ground outs on his night. Jordan at second, Cutchin at first, Morales in the box, right-handed hitter. Left-handed thrower, Justice Riser, pipes it in for strike one. Yeah, good adjustment right there. And this is a spot where you're really looking for a double play ball if you're, you're Justice right here. Morales leads this team in batting average, sluggy percentage, on-base percentage, hits, doubles, total bases. But 0 for 2 tonight. But hits in a tasty spot here. No one out, two on. Gets away from Strong. It'll be a pass ball. Runner will hold at third and second. And now it's two runners in scoring position for Mitch Morales. Yeah, it looks like uh, they got crossed up on the pitch there. Mason called one pitch and Justice threw another. He was looking for it to break, and uh, it stayed outside fastball and tried to stab at it to make the adjustment, but couldn't get there. So the pass ball there moves up both runners. So now it's a great time to hit if you're Morales. First base empty, 1-1 one, one the count, no one out, two on. Morales with runners in scoring position, hitting 312 this year, 373 on the year overall. So if the Wolverines ever wanted to make a dent, they've got the guy yes, to they do, do it. they do, their best guy. Their best hitter the last two years. One and one. Riser, the glance back, the kick and fire, and the reach out foul to the backstop for Morales. So now Riser's got... Morales looking at a 1-2 count with no one out, two on. And Jordan Justin. was, sorry, tucked. Uh, Jordan was hit by a pitch, and then Cutchin was hit by a pitch, and they have both advanced on a pass ball, second and third. Justice has strikeout ability, especially the right-handers going that change up away. The 1-2. Wind up and delivery. Ooh, a take with a bat off the shoulder yeah, and held back. Tried to go fastball up to see if he would uh, swing at it. He almost did. No dice on the appeal. Two balls and two strikes. So the middle infield's playing back, conceding the run. Corners are not playing exactly even with, but they are playing a little bit in. So if it's hit hard enough, they can make the decision to go four if they want. BYU leads six to one. Two on, no one out. Wolverines threaten here, bottom six. Riser with the 2-2. Look back twice at second. Comes Plateward, 
And that snub popped to Riser. Perfect. Riser makes the catch. The pop up right to the mound. Yeah, that's a big out right there. Greg, for multiple reasons, you have their best hitter up in an easy RBI situation. You're giving him an RBI and a ground ball to short, You're which conceding. he's done twice, right? Yep. And uh, you get the easy pop-up. Looks like they're going to pinch hit now. Number 10, Greg. So Garrett Broussard, who was a starter last time Utah Valley and BYU played, will step into the batter's box as Coach Mike Littlewood will walk out to the hill. Yeah, it looks like we've got... Uh, Looks like Nate Daly down there, who was scripted to throw next, which the right-hand situation. Right now it's just a conversation, right? Yep, just this is conversation. not a change. So Justice Riser on the hill. Riser coming in two tonight. Of the pitchers with the minimum appearances and innings, actually leads BYU in opposing batting average and whip and strikes per walk. And will that be it? Mike Littlewood's asked for the ball, so... Riser's numbers will be where they are and hold as his night is done. We'll take a break on a PZ Printing pitching change. Brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Back in 60 seconds with a new BYU pitcher on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tremont and Utah's Nate Daly is BYU's next pitcher tonight. Robinson, Porter, Cole, Smith, Riser, and now Daly. The pitchers Mike Littlewood has used. Daly comes in with his team leading 6-1. to one. one out and two on for Utah Valley here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Jordan is at third. Cutchin is at second. And Morales hitting in a tasty spot moments ago. Popped up to the pitcher. And the pitcher, Riser, that was the last battle he would face was Mitch Morales. Yeah, you were hoping that Riser could face this lefty here, but they went to, once they... Pinch hit to Broussard. You go to the righty and Daly, who, hey, he has a 4-3-2 ERA on the year. 20 strikeouts in 16 and two-thirds innings. But guess what? As a reliever, he has a zero ERA. He has been a completely different pitcher the last week that we brought him out of the bullpen, his last two outings last week against Utah and then I think in game three against Portland. In that game three against Portland, uh, no runs. Two hits, struck out three, walked one. Yeah. And then the Utah game, he was pretty much lights. He was, uh, it was a single inning, but no hits and a strikeout. And so those were his two pen outings. Yep. And as, and, as and you mentioned, no, no earned runs in the, either. The difference is out of the pen, he's thrown with more conviction, right? It's 94-95 every pitch. As a starter, it was 84-95. to 95. You never knew, you know, he was trying to, like, pace himself. And now he's throwing with the intent, and it's ex exactly what we need from him. We saw the way he stomped off the mound at Utah yeah. after that solid inning last week. So empty count for Broussard. One out, two on. And Broussard takes ball one. So he'll be 93 to 95, Greg, with a wipeout. 83, 84 mile an hour slider. We are in the bottom of the sixth inning. BYU six and Utah Valley one. Two on for Garrett Broussard. Broussard, the pinch hitter, hitting 200 runners in scoring position. The 1-0. The big righty Daly goes breaking ball for strike one. Yeah, really good slider right there. Away from the right-handed hitter, righty v righty here. One ball, one strike, one out, two on bottom six. The floodlights now illuminate the field as dusk falls and the sunset casts a pink glow on the still snow-covered mountains. To the east, 
Well, that's a nice pitch for strike two. Another slider. So now you got him set up, right? Do you go back to that a little bit more outside to get the swing and miss, or do you just try to go 95 up and in or, or just high and just try to blow it by him? A couple of takes for strikes from Broussard, the pinch hitter here in the bottom of the sixth. The 1-2 from Nate Daly. Kicks and fires, and that's a reach-out foul out of play over the roof. Yeah, tried to go fastball, just barely fouls it back. Now he's completely set up here, Greg. You have your whole repertoire available here, and I, I wouldn't be surprised here if he goes slider away to try to get the, the swing and miss. Infield is giving up a run up the middle if you just hit it up the middle here. The 1-2, one, one out, two on for UBU. And Dally dirts it. It'll be Good block. blocked by the replacement catcher, Mason Strong. Strong spelling Colin Ruder. Strong's... First catching appearance. 2-2 now. The count even. Runners at second and third. Jordan at third. Cutchin at second. Garrett Broussard in the batter's box. And that's low for ball three. Fastball. Count is full. Yeah, He's got first base open. You don't want to keep giving him free base runners. The base runners they have on right now were free by hit by pitch. So go to your most confident pitch here, 3-2. Nate Daly on the hill. Garrett Broussard in the box. And that's grounded up the middle. It'll be handled by Sardina. Sardina fired Good a first. Play. Good play. One run is conceded, but two out. Yeah, good slider there. Jammed him. Just barely got it past Nate. And because of it, it gets to Sardina. Makes the, the nice play. You, you'll give up a run there for that second out. Now... You go to work here, Nate, and you leave that runner at third. So it's an RBI ground out for Broussard. 6-2 the score now, and a single runner at third is Trey Cutchin advancing on the ground out. So 6-2, BYU, and Kyle Coburn, the right-handed batter facing the right-handed hurler, Nate Daly. And pipes in strike one to Coburn. Good fastball on the outside corner right there. Nice job by Mason Strong, the catcher, to stick that pitch. So BYU's 6-0 run, now cut a 6-0 lead, cut to 6-2. Or bottom six here in Orem. That's a breaking ball for ball one. Ball one, strike one. Two out and one on. 90 feet away is Trey Cutchin with what would be the Wolverines' third run of the night. Who's intent on making sure he stays right where he is? Nate Daly on the hill facing Kyle Coburn on an 0 for 2 night. Strikeout and ground out. And dirts that for ball 2. 2 and 1 with 2 out and 1 on. You're at the bottom of the 6th. BYU, 32 wins in 41 meetings with UVU all time. It's been 10 years since UVU has beaten BYU here at UCCU Ballpark. A soft liner to Jacob Wilk at first, and that'll do it. So the runner stays at third. In the bottom of the sixth, Utah Valley gets a one run across. One run on no hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. We go to the top of the seventh. BYU 6, UVU 2 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.